Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We'll do some start-sit questions for week five, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard. And before we get to some of the start-sit questions, we got some injury news updates. Wednesday, obviously, the first day that most of the teams are practicing for the week. And the biggest one, I just got the notification on my little Apple Watch here is uh, Jonathan Taylor was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. They opened up the 21-day window for him to return to practice, coming off off-season ankle injury or surgery on the pup list to open the season. But the fact that he's practicing in full the first day he's eligible, I kind of think he's going to play this week, Dave. How are you approaching it? Well, it would be weirder if he were limited to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. with you. He's been on the sideline for the last four weeks. And so if he comes to practice and he's limited, I uh, I would I would take that as a very bad sign. Mm-hmm. So I think this is expected. Shane Steichen said that they would rotate him in when he's ready to play. I'm a little hesitant on two fronts mm-hmm. to start Jonathan Taylor. Actually, it's three fronts. Number one, first game in this offense. He hasn't even – today was his first day practicing. At all, yeah. And with this quarterback. So it shouldn't take him too long to get up to speed. He's a running back after all, but it's just an issue. Number Mm -hmm. two, he's taking on the Titans. And this is a Titans defense that's been pretty good against the run. And number three, I don't know how much he's going to play. I don't know how effective he'll be. He's literally going from working out at home to going onto a football field. Now, he's an amazing talent, and I love him. But I also am not sure if that upside from week to week will be there like it would have been uh, in years past because he's sharing not only with Anthony Richardson, but maybe a little bit with Zach mm-hmm. Moss, a little bit. Especially this week, I, I think. Oh, for sure. Like he'll share. I, I would assume that he would share a lot this week and then less so as we move forward. Be happy if you've made it this long with Jonathan Taylor on your fantasy team. Hopefully you're not 0-4. You can start him as as a low-end number two fantasy running back. I'm not going to go crazy and put him in my top 15. Not yet. Yeah, I've got both him and Zach Moss as like low-end RB2s for this week. Partially, that's because there aren't a lot of great options, and you might be looking at a situation where you've got like Zach Moss or Damian Pierce. Well, I I might just go with Zach Moss even if Jonathan Taylor's back just because Damian Pierce has been so so crummy this season. But I know. Maybe not. Yeah, I'd take Pierce. I think okay. he's probably got the better chance to score, and he's got technically a better matchup than the Colts do. Yeah, that's true. The Titans have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to running backs this season, so it's been a, a real issue. They they funnel teams to the pass. Let's move on to some of these start-sit questions. I want to start with quarterback. C.J. Stroud. You know, last week I said if he has a good game against the Steelers, I think it's all systems go. And yet I do find myself a little wary. It's not that Atlanta is like a super tough matchup. They're like a middle of the pack defense probably, but 
they are so perfectly content to slow everything down and grind everything out and win. Like the ideal Arthur Smith win is like 17 to 14. And so I, I do worry a little bit about that, but he's a top 10 quarterback for me. Are you starting CJ Stroud this week? I'm not starting him as a top 10 guy. I think he's a terrific bi-week replacement. As of mm-hmm. now, I would start him ahead of Joe Burrow and ahead yes. of Dak Prescott. I think he's in that range of being a, a top tw- or a 20 point fantasy, mm-hmm. 20 fantasy point. I, I speak for a living, 20 fantasy points or so. Um, but the Falcons did a really good job defensively last week against Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. and they didn't give up 20 fantasy points and they still lost. And so they might play the type of game that Arthur Smith is cool with. Guess what? D'Amico Ryans and the Texans might be cool with it too. And I actually think they'll have a better answer for the receivers. The Falcons will than the Steelers had last week. So I'm not as excited about CJ Stroud for this week, but fantasy managers who have him should be because he's really talented. Let's talk about Miles Sanders, who, I mean, he's getting Let's the work. Not. <laughs> even, even last week, Let's not. last week was a relatively bad game. 13 carries, three receptions, three targets. He mostly split touches with Chuba Hubbard, but 54 carries and 23 targets through four games is a really, really nice workload. He just hasn't been able to turn it into anything. He's dealing with this groin injury. Sounds like you're not starting Miles Sanders this week. I would try to sit him like Damian Pierce ahead of him. Jonathan Mm -hmm. Taylor probably ahead of him, even though we're expecting Jonathan Taylor to not be some sort of like awesome volume running back this week. And so that's why I said it. Uh, bottom line is this, he's been terrible and he mm-hmm. saw a season low 43% of the snaps last week, barely played in the second half last week. I think the Panthers might be getting a little tired of him averaging one, two, two and a half yards per carry. His rushing average has actually gone down every single game this <laughs> season. You're counting on him to make a play through the air because the lions run defense has come to play. And I think yep. they're going to continue to slam on the run. And you're counting on him to score a touchdown. And I just don't know if there's going to be much of that for him. I'd sit him. I'd I'd look for almost anybody else at running back if I could help it. Before we finish, I do want to ask you one more start to question because I know you're high on this guy and you got some good numbers on him. We're starting Cole Komet, right? He's a streamer. No question about it. But I like him better in PPR than Mm non-PPR. And yeah, his his first three games of the year, target share was 18%. First game without Chase Claypool, that was back on on Sunday against Denver, 28% target share. Now, I have to say, if you didn't watch Cole Komet play, you missed him scoring touchdowns on broken plays. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how bad Denver is. They left Cole Komet wide open. And he did that a lot last year, too. So you're kind of hoping that that's the case for Komet against the Commanders. But Washington's been really good against tight ends this season. Tops and fantasy points allowed. Dallas Goddard had a terrible game. Ertz, even with 10 targets, this is all the way back in week one. It seems like ages ago. Not a great game. I'd be hesitant to use Cole Komet, even though he's got an opportunity to get a good target share. But I'm I'm not sure he's anything more than a streamer for now. And the tough matchup on the short week does not help. Yeah, 13 catches for 22 yards and or 22, 13 catches on 22 targets for 83 yards is where tight ends are at against Washington this season. So they've been very, very tough. I don't know. The vibes were a little better in Chicago uh, last week because the offense finally got going. I, I think things are going to turn right back around against Washington. I think it's a tough matchup, and I have no faith in this uh, Chicago offense. I'm not going to say it's a full 180. Let's call it a 90-degree turn. Chris. Sure. I think there, there's still some good there. Uh, just Washington's not great against the deep ball, and mm-hmm. that's something that Justin Fields can actually do. 
So I would expect Fields to get some good numbers on throws of 15-plus air yards, but he's not running like crazy. He Mm -hmm. only had two design runs last week, and I do think, unfortunately, a lot of the numbers that he had in week four was because of who they were playing. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more start sits for week five. We'll see you then. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.